It's the third Sunday in Ordinary Time here at Good Shepherd Catholic Church in State College, Pennsylvania. The date is January 27th, 2019. Today's readings come from Nehemiah, chapter 8, verses 2 through 4a, 5 through 6, and 8 through 10, as well as 1 Corinthians, chapter 12, verses 12 through 30. The Gospel proclamation comes from Luke, chapter 1, verses 1 through 4, and chapter 4, verses 14 through 21. Today's homily is given by Father Charlie Amershek. In the following passage from the book of Nehemiah, Ezra reads from the Torah, the book of laws of the covenant. This proclamation is part of the celebration of the Israelites' return to Jerusalem and the rebuilding of the temple after the Babylonian exile. Nehemiah and Ezra call the people to recognize the restoration of the law and the temple as a cause of great joy. A reading from the book of Nehemiah. The priest Ezra brought the law before the assembly, both men and women, and all who could hear with understanding. This was on the first day of the seventh month. He read from it, facing the square before the water gate, until early morning, until midday. In the presence of the men and the women, and those who could understand, and the ears of all the people were attentive to the book of the law. The scribe Ezra stood on a wooden platform that had been made for that purpose. And Ezra opened the book in the sight of all the people, for he was standing above all the people. And when he opened it, all the people stood up. Then Ezra blessed the Lord, the great God, and all the people answered, Amen, Amen, lifting up their hands. Then they bowed their heads and worshipped the Lord with their faces to the ground. So the Levites read from the book, from the law of God, with interpretation. They gave the sense so that the people understood the reading. And Nehemiah, who was the governor, and Ezra, the priest and scribe, and the Levites who taught the people, said to all the people, This day is holy to the Lord your God. Do not mourn or weep. For all the people wept when they heard the words of the law. Then Ezra said to them, Go your way, eat the fat and drink sweet wine, and send portions of them to those for whom nothing is prepared, for this day is holy to our Lord. And do not be grieved, for the joy of the Lord is your strength. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. In the following passage from his first letter to the church in Corinth, St. Paul speaks of the church community as one body, alive in the one spirit of Christ. A reading from the first letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians. Brothers and sisters, just as the body is one and has many members, and all the members of the body, though many, are one body, so it is with Christ. For in the one spirit we were all baptized into one body. Jews or Greeks, slaves or free, and we were all made to drink of one spirit. Indeed, the body does not consist of one member, but of many. Now you are the body of Christ, and individually members of it. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Listen to this reading. It comes from the Gospel according to Luke. Since many have undertaken to compile 
a narrative of the events that have been fulfilled among us, just as those who were eyewitnesses from the beginning and ministers of the word have handed them down to us. I too have decided, after investigating everything accurately, anew, to write it down in an orderly sequence for you, most excellent Theophilus, so that you may realize the certainty of the teachings that you have received. Jesus returned to Galilee in the power of the Holy Spirit, and news of Jesus spread throughout the whole region. He taught in their synagogues, and he was praised by everybody. Jesus came to Nazareth, where he had grown up, and he went, according to his custom, into the synagogue on the Sabbath day. Jesus stood up to read, and he was handed a scroll of the prophet Isaiah. Jesus unrolled the scroll, and he looked for the passage where it was written, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because the Lord has anointed me to bring glad tidings to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim liberty to captives, recovery of sight to the blind, to let the oppressed go free, and to proclaim a year acceptable to the Lord. Rolling up the scroll, Jesus handed it back to the attendant, and he sat down. And the eyes of everyone in the synagogue looked intently at him. And Jesus said to them, Today, this scripture passage is fulfilled in your presence. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Come, Holy Spirit. Fill the hearts of your faithful people and enkindle within us the fire of your love. I bought myself a Christmas gift this year. It went back to a tradition I've had for many years, but let's slip by. I bought myself a Dave Barry calendar. I love Dave Barry. He's probably my favorite American author. Just cracks me up. He writes so well. This was his passage from Saturday, January 19th. At least once a day without fail, my computer, like every computer I have ever owned, has some kind of emotional breakdown. 
<laughs> it simply stops working, often when I'm not even touching it. And it puts a message on the screen informing me that an error has occurred. It does not say what the error is or where it occurred. For all I know, the error occurred in New Zealand and my computer found out about it via the internet and became so upset it could not go on. <laughs> Today, the passage, the parish passage says, when my computer has its daily breakdown, I have to turn it off and start it up again. When I do, my computer puts a snippy note on the screen informing me that it is scanning its disks for errors because it was shut down improperly. But I didn't do anything, I shout. But my computer ignores me because it is busy scanning its disks. You just know that if it finds any errors, it's going to blame me, even though I don't even know where its disks are located. <laughs> Those of you who know me know that I'm What's the opposite of technically proficient? The total opposite of that. I, I don't text, uh, I don't email, I certainly don't go to Facebook or any of those things. And, and I kind of worry about that. I'm, I'm thinking, you know, maybe I'm blocking myself from communicating with so many of the people in the parish. So at our last staff meeting, I said to our crack staff, those loyal, dedicated staff members of ours, I said, you know, I think I really have to start getting into texting and, and the internet and, and emailing. And the whole staff went, yay, that's great. Then I said, which one of you is gonna teach me? They all hid, <laughs> they hid behind their smartphones and their notepads. Loyal staff, my foot. <laughs> the text we heard today from the Gospel of Luke is really a text about the Spirit of God alive in Jesus who empowers Jesus to communicate good news. It's all about communicating. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me to bring good news to the poor. healing to the sick, freedom to those who are captive, restoring the sight of the blind, announcing a year of favor from God. The Spirit of the Lord moves Jesus to do that. And the Spirit of the Lord helps Jesus to create his mission statement. What we heard originally in Isaiah's passage and we heard in the passage from Luke that's the mission statement of Jesus. The Spirit of the Lord is in me. To announce a year of favor, to give sight to the blind, good news to the poor, freedom to those who are oppressed and captive, to announce a year of favor. But guess what? 
You're supposed to say what? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> if that is the spirit that motivated Jesus, that lived in his life, that same spirit lives in us. When you and I were baptized, we were anointed with the chrism, the Christ oil, the oil of the Spirit. And the whole point of anointing with oil is that the Spirit contained in that oil, symbolized in that oil, seeps into our skin and becomes part of who we are. That's what we believe about baptism. We're anointed with that oil, and in that oil, the Spirit of the Lord gets into our lives, our hearts. Which means, Danielle, we have the same mission that Jesus had, because the same Spirit empowers us. Good news to the poor. How do we here at Good Shepherd proclaim good news to the poor? In a lot of ways, we tell people who are poor and hurting by the gifts we give them, by, by food we contribute, by our out-of-the-cold experience, we tell the poor that they are not abandoned. They are not forgotten. We're moved by the Spirit to do that. The Spirit moves me to give sight to the blind. How do we do that? How do we as followers of Christ give sight to the blind? You know, I think there's so many people in our world, they have a vision of themselves that's really, really negative. I'm no good, I'm not good enough. I make mistakes, I sin. I'm not really as good a person as I should be. As a community powered by the Spirit of Jesus, you and I can speak to that in people and say, you are good. You're not bad. You're, you're beloved of God. No matter what, you are beloved of God. That's what we celebrate in the sacrament of reconciliation. No matter what, we are the beloved of God. And when you and I affirm people, when we encourage them, we're giving sight to the blind. To set prisoners free. The Spirit moves us to set prisoners free. We have folks here in the parish who, who do visit the local prisons, who do spend time with the prisoners. We have people in the parish who, who have agreed to take the time to visit the homebound, who are prisoners of, of old age or illness, and they bring the communion, they bring the sacraments to the homebound who are imprisoned in their own homes. That's the spirit of Jesus moving us to complete his mission. When we share the Eucharist, we are taking part in the body and the blood of Christ. And that meal that we share at this table becomes the strength we need to live the mission of Jesus. Think about it. 
How are you bringing good news to the poor? How are you giving sight to the blind, to those who can only see the negative, the dark? How are you setting people free, maybe from illness or loneliness? That's our mission. Anointed but the same spirit with which Jesus was anointed, that's what we are called to do. Are you up for that? Thanks for listening to this week's service. For more information about our church, including upcoming events, please visit us online at goodshepherd-sc.org.